the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Six oh five p.m. on a Tuesday. Last time I did this, it was six oh five a.m. on a Wednesday. Sambolino was sleeping, but I had Gatulo uh, behind the the controls. I'm so happy Sambolino is here tonight. The greatest man behind the uh, the controls, the operational director of AM nine seventy. The answer, Matt Sambolin. Matt, take a bow, a bow please. Hello, thank you. Thank you. Thank, Good thank to you be back much. with you. I'm very happy to be back. Um, I don't think there's going to be any more long hiatuses. Maybe a, a day here or there. Let's face it. It is August the 23rd. Uh, we are at the, the, these are the, like the last two weeks. Uh, I know some people and uh, some businesses are busy right now. This is not the time of year where my business is very busy. And I need to take advantage of that because um, there's a lot going on here. And uh, it's, I just spoke to a lawyer. Uh, we'll call him Howard, who uh, he's, he's actually not a New York attorney. We're working on some cases together. He's uh, almost a decade older than I am, and he's working so hard. And I said to him, I said, you know, I, as a lawyer, as, he's a trial lawyer. And he does criminal trials. He does civil trials. He's a, he's the, he's a quintessential trial attorney. But I said, you know, Howard, I'm thinking when I'm, I'm your age, I want to be slowing down a little bit and, and smelling the roses. And he's like, Arthur, you're absolutely right. Uh, but, you know, when you do get those breaks, you need to take advantage of them. And one of the breaks that I get from being a lawyer is jumping on the radio with all of y'all. And I appreciate uh, you listening. Um, we, we have a very, we have a, uh, is that word I think it's called a panoply of topics today I, I want to touch on Kevin Durant I want to talk about using hot dogs as a straw uh, I want to talk about election day um, we'll have Hank Shankoff to see whether his prediction of whoever wins the New York Times endorsement is going to win the race we're going to talk a little bit about um, my friend Joan has put in an offer um, Trump's house in Greenwich Connecticut was on the market for $54 million. It has now come down on, it's for sale, and Joan is seriously considering it, to $29.9 million. Uh, Joan Pelzer makes, you know, she's a, an employee of AM970 The Answer. She works for the Idola Bertuner and Cameron's Law Firm doing our social media. So she has her own song here. So she's contemplating. I mean, she may need a little help from her parents. Uh, to come up with a down payment on the $30 million estate. Uh, but you usually only need about 10%. So, Joan, you probably have to write out a check for $3 million. Marianne would probably calculate your closing costs. 
maybe at, at two million. So you need five liquid, and then you just have to pay the mortgage every month to buy the Greenwich. It's waterfront. Uh, I think he lived there with Ivanka years ago. Ivanka is his wife who just passed away, right? Ivana. Ivana. Ivanka is the daughter. Right. You see how involved I am with this whole world. I am a New York-based uh, lawyer, uh, although I've been all around the country, but I am definitely a New York-based radio host. Um, I just was with a dear uh, a, a friend who is a spectacular um, reporter here in the city of New York, and he thrives on all the city stuff. And that was one of the reasons why he enjoys our show is because in talk radio these days, there are very few uh, places where you could go to where you're not just hearing about the, you know, the federal government and, and the, the, the Trump administration and the Biden administration. There's plenty of that. And there's, you know, you, you have to know what you're good at and what you're not good at. And there's so many people out there, so many people out there, all these syndicated radio people who are just, you know, much better at that than I am. But in terms of the flavor of New York, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put my chops up against many. Like there's this whole story about someone, you know, there's no real straws anymore, right? There's no plastic straws because it was killing the dolphins or one of those things. And I'll, I'm down with that. Okay, if that's I, – I am an environmentalist. Uh, my wife and I, Mary and I, often squabble about how much bounty paper towel she uses. I'm more of a fan of just using a um, a regular towel and then washing it. And then she comes back at me, well, well, the laundry detergent and it soils the water, et cetera, et cetera. We'll – live to fight another day on that one but the hot dog someone at the yankee game i believe turned a a hot dog into a straw and that's how they were drinking their drink well i am gonna one-up them excuse me their beer beer. yeah first of all you know we could have a whole show i'll get al gatulo on to talk about drinking beer from a straw there are people who uh advocated i believe it's the the female gender um but when, and I don't want to mess this up because I'm not going to give the Italians credit for something they don't deserve. I believe it was the French. I believe when I was in Paris, uh, yes, I was, I went to, when I went to go see the, stone, <clears throat> excuse me, the Stones in Paris, Imran ran to get us some drinks and it was some rum based, way too sugary drink. But he came back and I looked at the straw and the straw was, Sam Bellino, give me a, give me a drum roll. I'll wait. Three. Oh, pretty good. It was a full length, like whatever it is, eight, ten inches um, piece of pasta, regular pasta that you would normally boil, like dried out pasta. But it was like percatelli or bucatini that has the hole in the middle, but it was a much bigger hole. And it was basically the size of a straw. And it worked great. It really worked great uh, right up until the end when, you know, I decided to chew on a little bit. And it's pasta. So I am not advocating the whole hot dog straw thing. First of all, I will never advocate drinking beer out of straw. In general, and I know it's 6 o'clock or whatever time it is, 6, 11, and you're listening to a lawyer and you really want to hear about the law of the day. You know, Murano had four judges on the other night and they're analyzing the law of the law. We're going to talk about straws, okay? I am not a straw guy, okay? I'm not a straw guy. Now, my wife, she basically won't, Marion won't drink anything without a straw. Uh, even at home, she's got the kids drink. Oh, you don't drink out of the can. You drink out of the straw. My mother-in-law teaches son how to be a gentleman and he should drink out of a, a straw at least. If not, a, if not a, a, a cup or a glass, shouldn't be drinking out of a can. Give me a break. Okay. Cans are made 
so that you can drink out of them. It's not like it's a milk container that it opens up that weird way or the way it used to open when we were kids. Now they have the little cap. But I don't understand the obsession with the straw. Um, you, 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 you're sucking in this, you're sucking in air. You don't get enough liquid in your mouth. I feel there are some places like a McDonald's has a, has a wider straw. Uh, Joni's telling me it causes wrinkles. Uh, so I, in, in general, I'm not a straw guy. So if anyone wants to buy me a present, it should not include a straw. I, I mean, I can't think of any uses that I have for a straw. I'm, I'm thinking I really have no use for a straw. Uh, well, they have metal but, straws you could buy if you don't want to use plastic. But Sam Bellino, you're missing the point, okay, Sam Bellino? In general, I'm just saying I'm not a straw guy. Are you a straw guy? No, but uh, okay. I don't mind using one from time to time. And, under what circumstances? What are you sipping through a straw? Uh, a drink with the lid. A drink with a lid. Okay, I will tell you what I drink from a straw. Iced coffee. Because usually I'm going into the deli and the bagel store, and I already have like a bag of the bagels I'm bringing home, and I'll get an iced coffee on occasion. I'm not like one of these coffee addicts, and I they will give it to me, and it'll have the straw in it with the ice, and I'll, that's probably the last time I drank from a straw. Um, but here's the bottom line, folks: if you need to drink from a straw, they have these plastic ones, these not plastic, these like biodegradable ones that after like ten minutes in the liquid fall apart. This hot dog routine, like, figure out the pasta thing. Google it. Go to Amazon. Pasta straws. I'm sure it's there. It worked very well. But I am, I am on the record. Look, I do not endorse candidates on this show unless I really, really believe in them. I endorsed uh, Eric Adams before I had my own show, but um, before that, when I had the opportunity to do so, um, I don't have a strong uh, horse in the governor's race. You allowed to say a horse about candidates? Are you going to get in trouble? Uh, I, there's, there is no politician right now, uh, that I am so gung ho about that I could think of off the top of my head. Um, but I do endorse not drinking beer from a straw. So if, if there's any headline for this show, when you put it up on, on, on the podcast, San Bellino, you could say Idala comes out against straws. Um, I did vote today. I voted in my Bay Ridge election. It was pretty sad that I think... When I voted, it was like 11 a.m., 30 people had come to vote. What was interesting is those of you who know me, 25 years ago right now, I was running for New York City Council in Bay Ridge, Dyker Heights, and Bensonhurst. I lost by 108 votes. I lost to a woman named Joanne Seminara Lehu. Well, her name was Joanne Lehu. She changed it to Seminara because she had to be more Italian for our district. We can talk about that another day. I walk into the voting booth 25 days, basically, 25 years basically from the day I ran, and who's in front of me to vote? Joanne Seminara. And I said, Joanne, can I take a picture with you? I think this is a pretty big coincidence. We happen to be in the same voting district at the same time. So I have a photo of Joanne and I. She lost the general election. I would have lost as well to Marty Golden. Here I am talking to you. We're coming back with Alan Dershowitz to talk about search warrants and then Hank to talk about primaries. Don't go away. Wow, this is a great, great, great song. Thank you very much. Um, you know, I was away this weekend, and we're going to talk about it at the end. We were at Cave Hill in in Moodis, Connecticut, and there's my 84-year-old father, and I believe, yes, the youngest person there was my nine-month-old. She had just turned nine-month-old daughter, and everyone in between. 
and you look around and it's all about family and and it was it was magical you have to experience it uh to really understand of what i speak uh it's the same place where my grandparents brought my father when he was a child brought me as a child as, as in their capacity as grandparents uh and when you look at you know my dad and then you look at my daughter and everything in between you say you know this is what the most important thing is in life is what's happening right now and you realize that uh tomorrow is promised to no one and we should all be pla- we should all be planning to protect ourselves and our family members and the best way to do that is to call our friends at Connors and Sullivan because they will make sure you have a will, a power of attorney, a healthcare proxy, a living will. They will do your overall estate plan. They have been doing this for 40 years. They know what they're talking about. They're like really easy to talk to. They're very calm and mellow. There's no stress. It's, it's simple. Call Connors and Sullivan today and schedule a free in-person initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations. Um, it's free when you sit and talk to them. I mean, how much better can you get than that? Just call 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500, or visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com. And remember what Mike Connors had taught us. The biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. All-American innovation, combined with an impeccable reputation for craftsmanship, that is what you can count on when buying from Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory is my trusted source for binary trigger systems and high-quality firearms. Everything that they manufacture is machined in America with American materials by patriotic Americans who will always stand for freedom, liberty, and the defense of the Second Amendment. Franklin Armory epitomizes the theme of my America First program, so I am extremely proud to have them as a show sponsor. Franklin Armory can even provide solutions to meet the needs of even the most restricted states. If you're not familiar with the California Series AR pistols or their binary triggers, familiarize yourself today. Maybe you just want to browse a closeout deal. If so, visit franklinarmory.com right now to explore the selection. Support the sponsors who make our show's messaging possible. Visit franklinarmory.com today. franklinarmory.com Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with a flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. Freehold Mitsubishi com or call Sambolino, sue me, sue you, blues. This is it. This we're, we're talking going about with? Trump and Department of Justice. Uh, listen, I mean, but Dershowitz isn't a big guy to sue people. He's usually the protector of those who, who get sued. Um, unless you piss him off, then Dershowitz will sue you. But uh, we'll leave that for another day. Professor Alan Dershowitz, how are you, young man? 
well, you pissed me off. I want to hear Frank Sinatra, not songs about lawsuits. He's a little Frank. <laughs> okay. Sam Bellino, can you cue up a little exit song for, uh, for, for Dershowitz so he can listen to Frank on his way out the door? So, Professor Dershowitz, let me just cut to the chase. Having nothing to do with politics, why is the, uh, the search of the Mar-a-Lago estate uh, so important? And how does it affect uh, citizens of the United States of America, having nothing to do with Republicans and Democrats and who's running for president and who's not, but just the search and seizure aspect of it? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> for me, it doesn't matter what the politics are, I would be saying exactly the same thing if the search were Hillary Clinton or somebody else. For me, the problem with the search is it was intended to circumvent the um, Fourth Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, the Sixth Amendment, and Article Two of the Constitution. Um, It should have been a subpoena, and then there should have been a special master appointed, as Trump is now seeking to have done, to go through each of the papers and to see whether they're privileged, executive privilege, lawyer client privilege, whether the production privilege of the Fifth Amendment applies. Uh, you know, that's the way it should be done instead of grabbing everything and then making the other person who had the stuff grab come in and say, no, that should be suppressed, that should be suppressed. Once the you know, cat is out of the bag, the toothpaste out of the tube, you can't get it back. Okay, and so wait, Professor, hold on. I just right want to slow way. you yeah. down. Let's pretend it's the yeah. first day of Harvard Law and you're professor again. <laughs> And I would yeah. like you just to explain to the listeners, you said the Fourth, Fifth, and Sixth Amendments. So just tell right. them what, what, of what you speak of. You know, some people don't know sure. what the Fourth and the Fifth and the Sixth Amendments are. Okay. The Fourth Amendment was designed to prevent what happened during the colonial period where general searches were conducted. People, the redcoats, would just come to the house and grab everything. And so the Fourth Amendment requires both probable cause and specificity, but the theory of the Fourth Amendment as well says you don't use a search warrant unless you've exhausted all other uh, options. As Attorney General Garland himself said during his press statement, we use the search warrant only if there are no less intrusive options. And, and, and the subpoena is the less intrusive option because it goes after particular pieces of paper. The defendant can come into court and challenge everything, whereas you can't challenge a search warrant until after it's conducted. All right, now let's move on to the Fifth yeah. Amendment now. What aspect of the Fifth, Fifth Amendment? Amendment? Let's assume that you have drugs in your house, hypothetically, and the government issues a subpoena and says, produce the drugs in your house. You can say no, no. Uh, although the drugs aren't protected by the Fifth Amendment, the fact that I am producing them subject to a subpoena is an admission that I had the drugs in my house. And so the government has to give you what's called production immunity, before they can get you to turn over. And production immunity means they can use the drugs, but they just can't say where they come from. They can't say that they got them from your house. They can't say you turned them over. So that's the Fifth Amendment. The Sixth Amendment is lawyer-client privilege. Uh, If you and I speak, you're my lawyer, in fact. If I tell you something in confidence, as long as it's lawful and legal, you have to go to your grave uh, in 100 years uh, without telling anybody about it. And then Article Two of the Constitution gives the president great authority to appoint people, advisors, etc., and he has executive privilege. And anything that he tells his advisors can't be then disclosed by the person who's going to run against him for president. But the Biden administration has issued apparently a statement indicating that they're going to waive 
Donald Trump's executive privilege. You can't do that. Uh, otherwise, it's worthless. And why would any president speak in confidence to any advisor right. if they know that the next president can disclose everything that's been said? So just so listeners know that neither uh, Donald Trump or the lawyer, I'm sorry, the lawyers for Donald Trump or Alan Dershowitz are so off the mark when they talk about a special master because my client, Rudolph Giuliani, the former mayor of the city of New York, when the FBI conducted a search of his home, uh, the judge there uh, in our case said, you know what, we're going to appoint a special master to look through uh, Mayor Giuliani's papers because he is a lawyer and there may be and he has uh, there are privileges. So uh, that sitting federal judge appointed a very well respected former federal judge, that being Judge Barbara Jones, and she had yeah. her own team at the Bracewell Law Firm, and they went through all of Rudy Giuliani's papers, and then they gave Rudy's lawyers, our law firm, and Bob Costello, his, Rudy's lawyer, the opportunity to go through things and say, okay, yes, this is why this is privileged, and we were able to make arguments, and that's what Donald Trump is asking to do here. Is that correct, Professor Dershowitz? Exactly right, and your case is the precedent for it, and it would be a very smart thing for uh, Judge Reinhardt, who's generally done a quite good job up to now, to appoint a special master. But I now, Alan, I'm going to throw something out to you, and and I, I it may not be politically. You know who I would appoint as a special master? Who? Supreme Court Justice who? Stephen Breyer. Well, then he would be perfect. I don't right? think he'll take it, but you no. know, he would be perfect. Well, you can well, get former Supreme Court Justice David Souter. I, you know, I, it's so funny because I was thinking of him because he was repo- it was appointed by a Republican, by George H.W. Uh, Bush. So Trump can't say, well, he's a tr- he's a political hack from the, from the Democrats, whereas yeah. Breyer was from. But I don't even know. Have you heard of or from Souter? He kind of, you know, he he left the bench and yeah. he, he wanted to disappear. No, he he actually sits occasionally on the First Circuit Court of Appeals and um, is part of three judge panel. He's very quiet. You know, he lives up in New Hampshire. He quit the Supreme Court at the height of his career because he just wanted to live his life quietly in New Hampshire. He was a great justice. Um, he was a former student at Harvard Law School. And uh, I like him very much and uh, a very, very nice man. Uh, he would be he would be he would be excellent. Let's um, talk about real quick. But, let's talk about your book, Alan, the, the, the newest one that just came out. Yeah, because I, I know you have one. You have one every two weeks, so I just want to I want to no, catch no. up on the one that just came out. Yeah, the price, the price of principle. The why price integrity of is worth. Why integrity is worth the consequences, and it, you know, tells the story of what happened to me uh, when I stuck to my principles and decided to defend the constitutional rights of a man I voted against. And one of the reasons that Trump is having a hard time getting a really first-rate lawyer is about a half a dozen of them have called me and said, what happened to you? And I tell them what happened to me, and they say, uh-huh, we don't want to be Dershowitz. We don't want that to happen to us. I mean, I was seated next to Caroline Kennedy, the daughter of the president, at a dinner party, and she said, if I knew you had been indicted, I never would have come because you defended the president, President Trump. I mean, did she read her father's book, Profiles and Courage? Well, uh, I, I relayed that story, Alan, I relayed that story to Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> it, uh, he had some words about her and regarding her disrespect for you that I cannot repeat on the radio because we'd get in trouble with the FCC. <laughs> Alan, could you give me an example of someone besides Alan Dershowitz who paid the price of principle? Yeah. In, in, in any form, an athlete, a politician, yeah. a doctor? 
sure. But John Kennedy obviously wrote the book Profiles and Courage, the man who voted against the impeachment of um, of uh, Andrew Johnson. I mean, take, for example, uh, Kopernik, the, the quarterback uh, who kneeled. Well, I don't agree with him kneeling, but he paid a heavy price uh, for that. Uh, there are a lot of people in America who are courageous and who pay the price. Sometimes we agree with them. Sometimes we don't agree with them. But this is the first time since McCarthyism that a high-profile lawyer like me has been treated this way. And it's not about me. I mean, I, can, I have a thick skin. They've gone after my wife. They've gone after my children. And these are the people of Chilmark, people who I helped, people whose kids I helped get into college, Larry David. I helped his daughter get into college. He comes up to me and says, I'm disgusted because I patted Mike Pompeo on the back. He was my former student, and I was congratulating him for what he did in the Middle East peace process. I mean, people, we got invited to an engagement party the other day. We were planning to go. We got the president and everything. And then we get an email saying we have to disinvite you because too many people said they would leave if you came to an engagement party. And this is a place I've lived for 53 years. I came here to represent a Democrat, Ted Kennedy, at Chappaquiddick. You know, I've represented the former President Clinton. I've represented Senator Alan Cranston, many, many Democrats over the years. But as soon as I represent a Republican like Trump, that's the end of it. It's part of the whole what I call get Trump mentality. That is, if you're willing to get Trump, everything's excused. And if you're not willing to get Trump, nothing is excused. Uh, you become a pariah. And well, Alan, I, you, not only are you not a pariah, not only are you not a pariah in, in the world I live in, I'm hoping that you'll come and spend some time with us in the Hamptons, maybe in the beautiful month of September, and we can uh, have a little Brunello together. That would be fantastic. I'd love to do that. I'm going to be coming back to New York in mid-September, and we can get together and go to... Uh, Spumoni Garden and yes. go back to I hope you can hear the song that Sam Bellino is playing for you there. Uh, crank it up, Sam Bellino. Make sure Alan can hear as he signs off. Ladies and gentlemen, Professor Alan Dershowitz, uh, he's the profile in courage, the price of principle. He's uh, he's the best. He's my buddy, uh, mentor, and, and September 1st, he'll be very, very young again on his birthday, and uh, he has definitely done it his way. Thank you, Professor Dershowitz. Thank you so much, Alan. It's very hard turning that song off. That's a a song, I think, I don't know, maybe I was 12 years old. I remember my mother's brother, my uncle Anthony, saying, here I am, 12 years old, and one year I sing my way. I'm 12 years old, I did it my way, and then the next year I'm 13 years old, and in the school recital I'm singing, let me try again. (laughs) Ah, those are the good old days. Um, someone who does it their way is Susan at Rhino Shield because she comes in with her, her first she comes in alone she shows you your your house what it looks like now what it will look like after Rhino Shield sprays their ceramic coating on she'll show you your color options what your house look like in white and gray and blue and pink and yellow and chartreuse yes chartreuse my neighbor in the Hamptons has their house painted chartreuse. I think that's as close as I can come to that color green that I'm speaking of. And she'll give you a 25-year transferable warranty against peeling, chipping, cracking, mold, or mildew. 
25 years. You'll never, you won't have to consider painting for a long, long time. I don't want to say never again because I'd like to think, you know, Alan's going to be 84 uh, on September 1st. I'd like to think in 25 years he needs to have his house painted again. Rhino Shield is going to increase the resale value of your home because it lowers your energy costs, holding the hot air in in the wintertime and the cool air in in the summertime. And now our friend Susan is offering no payments, no interest financing for one year. That along with the strongest discount yet, 20% off for anyone who requests a free quote by August the 31st. So call today and lock in your 20% discount from Susan, 877-744-6608. 877-744-6608 or go to rhinoshieldofnewyork.com. Kevin McCullough coming up tonight, 7 o'clock. The polls will still be open for two more hours, by the way. Don't spend election night as a complete waste. In fact, make travel plans. We'll give you a whole bunch of reasons why. Linda Perillo, Kevin McCullough coming up tonight at 7. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Want more? AM 970 The Answer? Go to am970theanswer.com to listen live. Tune in to podcasts from the shows you missed anytime you want. Learn more about our advertisers. Join the AM 970 Fan Club and sign up for events. am970theanswer.com Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. So before we go to Hank Schenkoff to talk about primary day, I have to tell you real quick, this weekend we're away, right? And uh, we have this like big boom box we carry around in this, this area where we all sit and hang out. And I forget, it was kind of late. And when I say kind of late, like we go swimming at 2 a.m., um, and my nephew's playing DJ Nicholas, who's off to Iona University soon. Uh, and he plays Start Me Up. So, <laughs> Sam Bellino, I don't, I don't even know the words to the beginning of what Matt, <laughs> what, what Boise says at the beginning of, of my intro. But so we're all sitting there having a libation. There's like 20 of us. And my nephew plays Start Me Up. And my sister just belts out, Welcome to the Author Dollar Power Hour, the quintessential. <laughs> And we just all cracked up. She had, but she had every word down. She did it like perfectly, and uh, we all just cracked up. So thank you, little jerk, for uh, making us all laugh. Uh, we laughed a lot at uh, at Cave Hill Camp in Moodus, Connecticut. Uh, so I've been so lucky on this radio show to have not not just the Hank Shankoff 
uh, the the political genius on the show. But that's the, not the only reason why I'm so fond of him. It, it's probably close to 15 years ago. I'm in Fox, and I'm about to do a segment on one of the various shows that I was on. And Hank Shankoff is sitting next to me. Like they, they bring him, and they sit down, and he sits down next to me. And I knew who he was from, like, 10 different ways. I mean, he's, he's a household name if you know anything about politics or anything about New York. And we do the segment, and the segment ends, and he turns to me, and he just says, your grandfather was a wonderful guy. And I was like, what? He goes, your grandfather was Artie Idala, right? I was like, yeah. He goes, he was a wonderful guy. And after that, it was, you know, it was off to uh, the races with my with my friend friendship with Hank Shankoff. Anyone who knows my grandpa or either of my grandpas, because my grandpa, Frank Piazza, was a lawyer and it was a wonderful guy. Uh, they're they're good friends of mine. As I look at my grandfather's hat that he wore ringside when he judged Ali Frazier on March 8th, 1971. So Hank Shankoff, will you be correct? Will the three candidates who got the endorsement from the New York Times be victorious tonight? That being Sean Maloney, uh, Jerry Nadler, and Dan Goldman. I would bet on two out of three. I would say that uh, Nadler wins, uh, that uh, Sean Patrick Maloney wins, and Brooklyn is a question. The Brooklyn Queens, the Brooklyn Manhattan District, the new one. Because it depends on whether the left turns out for the the uh, new what's a new I block her name because she's an she's an anti-Semite and a, a boycott divest and a sanctions fanatic against Israel. A new what's her name Lee? I forgot the, the council the councilwoman. Oh, the Asian woman. No, no, no. The the, the assembly was the the anti-cop assemblywoman who attacked verbally police officers the day to that funeral in January. I think it was when the two cops got shot and they buried them out of uh, St. Patrick. And she was complaining about cops on the platform when hundreds of guys were in mourning. That one. But Carlina Rivera. On the other hand, also has a shot to win. The, the question here, Arthur, is can you buy a seat for $5 million in a district that was supposed to be apportioned so that it would be represented by, a, by some diversity, which we really need in New York, you know? That district more than the Manhattan district is reflective of where the city is going. Much more diverse, much younger in some cases, more gentrified, more to the left. Um, you know, what happens? That's the question. Can you beat the New York Times? I think you can in that district, in, in that, that Brooklyn Manhattan district. Probably. So I think it's not impossible. Here, here's the not I don't know about hypocrisy, but the inconsistency. Let's say when um, the woman was running against Alvin Bragg, whose name I should know, but it escapes me. Um, she put I think eight million dollars into the Manhattan DA's race, which basically instead of putting her over the line, um, she lost because they really came down on her, saying that you know she um, uh, she was trying to buy the election. Uh, Dan Goldman well, reaches well, in his pocket she and was, puts, actually. and well, and Dan Goldman reaches in his pocket. And I know he put at least two million dollars uh, into his own race. And didn't seem to catch too much uh, flack for that. So, Hank, how do you you know how do you weigh that out? I've never been a big fan of phony liberals or phony progressives. I'm tired of hearing telling people, having hearing these people tell me a blue collar guy who grew up with nothing, you know, and made my own way that I have to somehow understand something because I don't understand. They love to colonize people of color. They have problems with blue collar white guys, which is always the issue. Ken, why should Dan Goldman be elected to Congress? Really, what roots does he have in the community? None whatsoever. He showed well, up, he wrote a check. You, well, you could, you, wonderful. You're right. You could say that about Mondaire Jones, who is the con- congressman I, from I, I, up I, north I who came in. Too. Okay. What is he doing here? You know, what, what does he know about New York City? 
He knows now, about New York City, Arthur. Like you know about, you know, like you know about Boise, Idaho. Come on. Right. I was going to go with Al- Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, nice now, place. it's interesting. I saw that today, this, the Daily News, uh, they endorsed Elizabeth Holtzman who would be another octogenarian to join either Nadler or, or Maloney uh, in Congress. Uh, and, yes, there is Carlina Rivera. There's also Joanne Simon. Uh, you know, those are people who have real roots in the community. Are you talking about you, Lynn Nuau, or? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm kind of, well I, was, I don't mention her name. She's a cop hater and a, um, and, uh, and a, and a violent opposer of the state of Israel's existence. Anybody wants to bike that is with an anti-Semite. Doesn't matter. Next. <laughs> okay. okay. So um, why, let's let's move on. I mean, in terms of Nadler and Maloney, Nadler got the Times endorsement. That does that put him over the top? Uh, I think it does help him. I think it's a big hit lift for him. Um, you know, again, the, the Times made a decision not to endorse any women, not to endorse any black people, not to endorse any uh, any. Uh, yeah, one gay person, not to endorse any Latin, not to endorse any Asian. Um, you know, why don't we just have everybody look the same, be the same, which is not in New York. All that tells you is that they're like the old Democratic organizations of old, you know? They didn't want well, anybody I mean, in power that they couldn't control. I read the, the endorsement. I read the, um, the, uh, the Biagi Maloney. I read their two interviews, and I read uh, the, the Times endorsement. And look, I know Alessandra Biagi since, like, literally she was a little, little girl. Um, my grandfather and her grandfather were, were really good friends back in the, you know, the 50s, 60s, 70s. Um, and, they, you know, they, the Times did compliment her in saying that she's, um, uh, you know, she's bold and, and aggressive. But they said, you know, Maloney comes from a constituency that voted for Donald Trump and that he's more in line with his own constituents than she would be. And you know they applauded him for some of his past votes. Awesome. So that's why that's awesome. one woman who didn't get the endorsement. Yes, sir. Awesome. Let me tell you something. This talk is all nonsense by the Times and the power of the And it's the same garbage talk they have around the country, same gangsters, different kind of view. What is it? They don't want to deal with the real issue. Trump is a reaction, said the political scientist, the PhD, me. He's a reaction to income inequality. And unless you talk about guys like Goldman and their holdings and the tax rates they get and, and the... And the uh, and carry interest and all those other things, you're telling yourself stints. That's just the fact of life. These Trump, they're worried about Trump. You're worried about Trump. You'll have Trump. You'll have more Trumps and more chaos in the street unless we deal with basic problems in this country like income inequality. And New York City is classic for it. I mean, the tax code and the rest of the system is set up for failure for people who, you know, come from other places. It's just the way it is. So all they've done is, re- re- is reinforce the existing social order. Everybody can do with their endorsements. Hank Shenko, I have two minutes left. There was a big, big article in the New York Times yesterday about uh, uh, Eric Adams and his nightlife and where he goes. And I was fortunate enough to be quoted and saying, listen, I don't think he's the kind of guy who wants to go home at 9 o'clock and watch television. And I don't think they were making him a hard time because he's going out with guys who have maybe criminal records. I said, I don't think these are the guys who he's listening to to make city policy. And he actually acknowledge my uh, my defense of him what did you think of that that they're giving adams a hard time because at nine o'clock at night he goes out to to eat dinner at a restaurant look the mayor of the city is among the most public people in the country everything he does is subject to scrutiny you don't want the scrutiny don't run for the job simple you have to accept it it goes with the territory everybody else went through it mike Bloomberg was castigated by the papers we're going to bermuda he told them to take a walk and didn't answer them that's the appropriate move. But to be looked at, 
He's got to be looked at every day of his life. And now he sold the dogs. Go look some more. That's the other problem. They're going to be hunting for more stuff on him. Thank you, Hank Shankoff. Let's see tonight if you're uh, if you're correct and if all the Times endorsement people win. You're the best, Hank. Stay healthy. We'll talk to you on the uh, as soon as possible. I hope so. Take care of yourself, Arthur. All the best to you. Be well, my friend. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Not running your business on NetSuite is like trying to sink a putt with a cap pulled over your eyes. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one cloud financial system, giving you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, budgeting, and more, all in one place. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 31,000 businesses already use NetSuite. NetSuite has a special financing program for those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash temp. NetSuite.com slash temp. Founded in 1938, the King's College is a Christian liberal arts college in New York City's financial district with majors in business, finance, politics, journalism, media, religion, and so much more. Every single program at the King's College is rooted by a politics, philosophy, and economics core curriculum, providing students with a framework for understanding the way the world works and how it is influenced. Because of this, King's graduates are well-rounded, critical thinkers. Hope you take an opportunity to get started. Visit tkc.edu and find out how you can attend the King's College in person or online. You could book an in-person campus tour Monday through Saturday. Apply to the King's College for free today. Just go to tkc.edu. Don't just go to college. Go to King's. Start your journey. An extraordinary school. A Christian liberal arts college with a disciplined curriculum and a Christian worldview. In person or online. Find out how. how. Go to tkc.edu. tkc.edu. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. Arena. Um, 
We'll talk about the who in a second. I want to wish Barbara Eden, I Dream a Genie, a happy 91st birthday. Rick Springfield, 73. Uh, Gene Kelly would have been 110 today. Kobe Bryant, so sad, would have been 44 today. Um, and today, in 1967, from the who, enjoying a wild birthday party, Keith Moon, their drummer, their awesome drummer, drove his Lincoln into a Hollywood Inn swimming pool. As the party had become out of control, the police were called to put an end to the festivities. Moon, ever keen to avoid the boys in blue, snuck outside and got into a Lincoln Continental limousine and attempted to make a getaway. Unfortunately, in his inebriated state, he released the handbrake and began rolling towards the pool. Moon simply sat back and waited as the car crashed through the fence, around the pool, and yes, into the water. Keith Moon, the drummer for The Who, who would have been 76 today, died on September the 7th, 1978, at the age of 32. So I am—I have a couple of minutes left. I want to tell you a little bit about my weekend. Uh, it was more than a weekend, actually. Uh, last week on Tuesday and Wednesday, we had uh, Ben Brofman on the show, who uh, I got tremendously positive feedback about his tales of being a criminal defense attorney here in New York City. Then Thursday, you were subjected to Jones singing because on Thursdays, Sam Bellino's not here and Alex is here. And Alex didn't tell her when the mic was on and off. So she thought she was singing to a dead mic, but it was a live mic. And it was the one time I tuned in from Cave Hill. And I was like, oh, boy. Uh, But no, 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 but she actually did a great show. And we got a lot of compliments on Friday's show, which was a compilation that Sam Bellino put together of Mayor Adams and uh, Megyn Kelly's latest appearance. Um, and uh, I just want to tell you what I was doing during all of, all of those days. Wednesday, I hosted Piscopo in the morning and then worked during the day. And then in the evening or early, late afternoon, evening, I got a bunch of stuff together because when you go to Cave Hill, it's a lot of BYOB. But it's not just booze, it's BYOE, kind of like bring your own everything. Cave Hill provides shelter and a beautiful, gorgeous environment and an, a luxurious breakfast where you get Jimmy's cooking you pancakes. And for the kids, he makes Mickey Mouse pancakes. And the ever lovely and pleasant Joanne is making whatever kind of eggs you want. And Carly and Nancy and LJ are serving you up uh, oatmeal and cereal. And there's great coffee. And we just have a wonderful, wonderful breakfast. And then they serve a wholesome family-style American dinner. But for lunch and then for the late-night snack, I usually provide the food. And I do that in two different places. I get some raw meats. We eat a lot of meats uh, from Faico's. It's in Manhattan and Brooklyn, but we go to the one in Brooklyn on 11th Avenue. So thank you, Louis Faico, for helping us out with the meat. And then Wednesday night, Luca and I roll into L&B Spumoni Gardens at uh, 10 o'clock at night. And of course, Uncle Lenny doesn't let us just, uh, you know, just doesn't let us just uh, pick up the food and leave. He uh, made sure Luca ate dinner and we filled up the back of this Tahoe that I I borrowed from um, Platinum Motors. It's one of their used cars that they have for sale on top of all of their Mitsubishi products. And um, we packed up the car with all of this food. And I mean, drove, it took us two hours to get to Cave Hill in Moodis. You go right up 95 and then you get off at exit 69 and you hook over, hook over, or you could go 91, whatever. But, um, it's typically around three hours and 15 minutes. We did it in two hours. Um, oh, and the best part was the Yankees got rain delayed and we got to listen in the car 
when um, there was a grand slam home run, walk-off home run in the 10th inning uh, Wednesday night. It was fantastic. And by Thursday night, there were like 25 of us at Cave Hill. And by Friday at like noon, Danita was there and Lino was there and Joni and uh, and Carrie Ann and, and, and Benedetto and... and the food started pouring out. The drinks started pouring out. The weather was glorious. And Cave Hill just provides. It's uh, Kenny Dobbins, who's goes has been coming there with me for at least a decade. It seems that way anyway. Maybe it's nine years. Maybe it's more. Uh, he said, it's the place that time forgot. And my sister-in-law, Chrissy, looks at me. She got there Thursday afternoon with Marianne and the whole family. And my brother-in-law, Lawrence's family, was there. She said, there's no Wi-Fi here. Okay. She's like, I hate that. And then she's like, and I love that. And Friday she was just relaxing and she's like, I'm so chilled. I can't work here. I'm just hanging out. And there's no one's like, it's it's one of the few places where everyone's not just sitting there staring at their phone. We're DJing. We're dancing around the pool. We're swimming in the pool. We're eating. We're on the canoes. Kenny and Uncle Lawrence are setting off rockets, rockets Estes rockets. We did a, a hike up to the cave, up to the famous cave of cave hill and the cave that's lost. on top of the hill and Joni got lost but then we got found with danita uh, with danita and yeah, she was danita, very mad at you danita was very mad at me because we got lost i just for the record i was bringing up the rear because i wanted to make sure everyone was taken care of i was not the leader i won't give up who was the leader but it was no big lost thing we it, we we all got found very quickly we got driven home Wait a second. I have to interrupt this. This is not just a little bit of food that he provides. This is an obscene amount of food. An obscene amount. Jack Arthur Reno calls runs it the around. He runs around shoving food in your mouth. Literally shoving food in we your mouth. We went through skirt steaks and, all and ribs. Day and night. and uh, we are all kinds of different sausages. Um, and then Lenny, Lenny gave us day. he gave us stuffed peppers with uh, rice and peas and hunks of prime chuck meat in them. He gave us stuffed cabbage with sausage in it, um, chicken colored parmesan, uh, baked clams, rice balls. It was it was, but it, it was. It's not about the food. It's not about the plates. It's about the people. From the hosts at Cave Hill, Jimmy and Joanne and Nancy. And all of their respective children all over the place. Um, and it's about the people we bring up. It's mostly ABK folks. It's people from the law firm, Idola, Bertuna, and Cummins. Um, my my partner, Mike Jacarino, he's like my little brother. He and, and his wife, Lindsay, flew, they flew from Cincinnati to Boston and rented a car and then drove two hours from Boston to Cave Hill with Marin, their daughter, and oh, uh, little him. Miles, who's my like little Bam Bam. I don't think I saw the kid wear a shirt the whole weekend. And what really warmed my heart was when Lindsay said, and it was a huge effort for them to get there, when you're traveling with little kids and there's planes and trains and automobiles. And she said to me, <clears throat> Arthur, I think these were the two best days of my daughter Marin's life. And oh. that just put such a, yeah. <clears throat> All the kids were so happy. Marin is leaving. She's saying goodbye to me. She's like, bye, Arthur. Thank you for Cave Hill. She goes, I want to come back every month. I think we all do. <clears throat> yeah. Am I so. mic'd? I think we all do. And we want to just thank you because you are the glue. You make it so much fun. You take it very personally that everyone is entertained and enjoying themselves. And we all love you and we appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you, Joan. You do. You and, run and around the whole time yeah, and you I, make sure we're taking care well, of it. Just to 
show you that Joan's not exaggerating. You know, I wear one of those Fitbits. And on a regular day, I try to do at least 10,000 steps. Just Not intentionally. I just, it happens. On Saturday, Joan... Now, this is a bleed over from Ed because we oh, stayed up until. Before or after the hike? We, 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 before, we stayed up until like two in the morning on Friday into Saturday. So I had two hours of steps Friday until midnight Saturday. I did 50,000 steps, 20 miles. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I, there's not a lot of sitting for me. <laughs> Sunday and Monday is when I usually just sit there and try to recuperate. And Marianne tells me, You proud of yourself? Probably you ran yourself into the ground. You're proud of yourself. But, I but the say, kids had so much. I said to Arthur, five years old, I go, Arthur, what are the rules at Cave Hill? He goes, zero. We just run around and play. So they were all very You even told happy. me to put my cell phone away, and I did on Saturday <clears throat> and Sunday. And you really do. The way you treat us at the law firm is the way you treat everyone there. You take care of those you love. Well, and that's beautiful. That's what's very, very important. Marianne was, my wife coordinated the whole she thing. Who was sleeping in which rooms and what we were eating for lunch this day and that day. And look, folks, the bottom, bottom line is <clears throat> you could say this towards the end of September before the craziness of, of I'm sorry, the end of August before the craziness of September and October hit us. We get so caught up in the rat race. You know, we got to take time for each other, for our families, for, for to appreciate like mm-hmm. each other, to appreciate what we all have to offer each other as humans, the lessons we all have, the life stories we have. So many people just sitting with my dad, listening to him, from Judge Leventhal sitting with my dad, who's only a decade younger than him, to Imran sitting with my dad and listening to his stories. My mom was, well, forget about it. She was telling everyone, Kenny and Andrea were like, we had so much fun with your mother. We want to drive from New Fairfield, Connecticut, down to Brooklyn and take her to Ellen B. Spumoni Gardens. I said, whenever you want, she would love to do that. So to all our friends and family, thank you. To Cave Hill, thank you. Uh, Murano, you're coming next year. Sam Bolin, you're coming next year. It's first come, serve, first serve. There's only 70, there's only room for 70 people, so sign up. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. We'll have another great show. Thank you. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.